again. Yep. Your boy Ellie. Shucks. Reggie. Special guest today. Very special, bro. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Reggie Nelson. Wow. RN. Wow. Initials. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to have you today, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, Thank been, you. been pending. Um, especially uh, Shucks, obviously. You know his story, innit? I know his story. I know his story. I followed that story. Like, I, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, like, I've read, like, bare newspaper articles. I remember you even put up something on your Instagram as well about, I think it was Daily Mail yeah. that tried to, they made, they yeah, falsified yeah, one yeah, story yeah. about it. <laughs> and I was laughing at the time, like, yeah, yeah. this is Daily Mail. But, yeah, no, I know the story. And, wait, that's why I've been willing to get you on this thing because, oh, you, fam, like, your story actually is about it's like what the podcast is about like chasing your goals chasing your dreams like mm. actually going after what you want and, yeah. and you actually personify that so bro it's good having you man <laughs> i already know him in it so i'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna... <laughs> nah, it's good to be here yeah. honestly good to be here man respect for the podcast as well man love having you no nah, definitely you've been on the podcast before been in a couple. Been in a okay. couple. I'm not even asking that question for. How can I be asking that question for? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Been in a couple. Been in a couple. Yeah. But this one's extra special. Extra oh, special. Okay. Extra special. Okay. A place, okay. in, a place in our hearts. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So obviously, you know, we're not gonna go through uh, the kind of standard questions. It's unscripted. There's no script. I'll show you my screen, but I'm not reading anything. <laughs> so what? Just what? Image? Just, just well, I've got the time here, obviously, isn't it? Oh, okay. I've got a real authentic. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> since instead of going, you know, actually talking about your story, which people probably read, you know, in the yeah. newspaper, um, they've watched BBC uh, on YouTube, yeah. whatever, including podcasts. How's life been, or how could, how would you say since last year? You know, obviously with exposure as well yeah. and career, you know, that moment in time has propelled you, you know, in the direction you're going in now. How's that, how's that been? Yeah, so since last year, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy year. Um, like when the, so when the BBC video came out last year, my LinkedIn, my Insta, my Twitter just started to blow up. And I remember, cause I was talking to the producer from BBC and he always told me that oh the video's gonna go out end of August in 2018, so I was sort of preparing myself for the end of August. Like that's the mm. date I had in my head because mm. you don't know. I, I didn't see the end video or yeah. the draft, so I didn't know what was actually mm -hmm. happening. Innit? Yeah. So I saw the the draft and I was like, cool. There was a few things that needed to be edited in there, and I le left it with BBC to do it. And then I remember I got a text from my producer saying, oh, change of plans. It's being released tomorrow. Mm. So I'm thinking. Now what are you talking about? I haven't prepared myself. <laughs> you haven't I mean, prepared yourself for that. I haven't like. I feel like I just had to. I had to prepare myself for when that drops. Like mm. things could happen. Some mm. people could look at it from you know a negative standpoint. And yeah, they could have yeah. Some negative stigmas or connotations to mm. it, and I just had to prepare myself for that. Mm. And some people would be like, "Oh, this is great. How'd you do this?" I wanted to prepare some answers mm. so that people come quickly. I could just copy and paste. Mm. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I yeah. wanted to sort of pack myself. <laughs> and when the, the the text came, it was the next day. I was like, Bruh. So then I woke up. I was getting ready for work. 6 a.m. I received a message saying, just seen your BBC video, like this is so inspiring. And I was oh. like, thank you. I haven't even seen it myself. Can you send me the link? So then the person that I, I've never met before sent me the link and I watched it for the first time. Yeah. And then from there, it was just like, vroom. Wow. Mm. And bro, I saw it like within three months. Um, no, within by the end of the year, I'd received like 18 job offers. 
Oh, yeah, because yeah, I work in finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Various investment banks, um, consultancies, tech firms, um, just saying, look, we need people like you, we need people like you, and that's humbling. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for real. Just imagine, like, as a, as a student, um, you guys went to uni, like, you're struggling to get that graduate placement, mm. that internship, and I'm just sitting here now with 18 offers, I'm like, Oh, man. Overwhelming. And the thing is, I rejected all of them as well, innit? Um, so that that period was was quite humbling for me. And then, you know, doing the things with ITV and mm. Sky News, and obviously getting a call up from the Prime Minister at the time as mm. well. Mm. So, like, Theresa May got in touch with me and was like, you know, we want you to do, help on this um, campaign that we're doing around yeah. race at work. So, then I met with Theresa May, did some work with the Cabinet Office, and, you know, just fast forward, and it's been a crazy, crazy journey, man. Like, mm. just getting sent stuff for free and really? going places like traveling the world to talk and it's yeah. it's been really humbling man it's been really humbling. one thing that i'll definitely pull from um the key thing that you said you know from all that is that it's been humbling yeah where yeah you know the the cliche saying of if you want to know who someone is yeah. give them power give them money give them basically yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what everyone kind of wants yeah. mm. but to actually see that the whole experience you know has actually humbled you mm. i think not only does it inspire people to kind of stay if i can say grounded yeah. in like whatever career whatever what, yeah. anything they're pursuing yeah but also it makes people not afraid to actually chase it yeah because even you know this is script this is being real there have been times in the past where i would look at myself in the mirror and i'll think you know, if I am successful, what are people going to think? Yeah. Or am I going to get big-headed? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. is that actually possible? Yeah. Because it's always easy to say, easier said than done, easier yeah. to say than when you've actually arrived there. Yeah. But when you actually say it, so I think those are two, already two points. Yeah. You know, that so it is, it's like, me personally, I know that the faith plays a big part in my life. Yeah. Right? And mm. I, I always bring it down to my faith. And it's almost like I can never allow myself to get big-headed because... I know where I've, ca- I've, I've come from and I know that mm. this isn't all because of my strength, it's yeah. because of uh, a combination of different things from faith to family to, to mm-hmm. people around me and it's almost like if I become big-headed or I become proud then this can all come down, mm. tumbling down very, mm. very quickly mm. and I, I've always like said to myself like this isn't for me, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I know where I've come from, like, exactly. I've come yeah. from like, the dustbins bro, like you <laughs> Like grew up on two pound a day chicken mm. and chips, and lunch was more than two pounds. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, food, I know, food, I know your life. Like, <laughs> like, like school with trainers, and you can't buy new trainers. Know, you know, mm, like mm. your mom is sacrificing working more than one job. Like I've been through that struggle, mm-hmm. so for me to get somewhere and it's like not even almost send the elevator down or just mm-hmm. think, oh yeah, I've got here by my own strength. Mm-hmm. For me, like it's quite foolish for me to mm-hmm. even feel like that. So mm-hmm. every day I just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like the combination of different things that I mentioned from family to friends to faith and just knowing where I've come from, mm-hmm. it just keeps me so grounded. So yeah, yeah man. Wow. Deep stuff. Yeah. But I've got one question for you. Yeah, go are, you are you an influencer now? I never put a title on what I do, man. Like people, like, when I go to events and I talk or I'm meeting this company or whatever, like they will have a different name all the time. Like, oh, Reggie Nelson, motivational speaker. I've never called myself. Yeah. They say inspirational speaker. I've never called myself. Yeah. They say finance analyst. That's what I am. Yeah. Okay. Some people will say like, 
wildest thing. It's like, you guys can book, call me. Have you got a book right yet? Book right soon. Um, have you got it? Have you got it yet? Like a book. No, I'm have not a book, but have you ever got like? It's a bit far fetched, but seen the title. No, because it's funny. I'm I'm writing a book, bro. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Wow. Listen, we had no convo before this, yeah, just yeah. you know. I thought I was mad. I thought, I thought you knew. Nah, I'm around the foot. Yeah, mad, so. Mad. Beginning of this year, it was one of my one of my goals, actually. Um, I like to set yearly goals, innit? Mm. Um, and that was one of my goals to, like, at least get the draft of it done mm. or, like, take steps towards it. Mm. I mean, obviously, I'm, you I'm, heard it here first. <laughs> obviously, I've never, I've never like, obviously, written a book, so I had, I had to do research on how mm. it works, how many pages, how long it would take. I did the calculations of if I did this many pages for this many months how many months will it take me to write and stuff and researching all like literary agents and mm. everything like that and then you know beginning of the year um i found a literary agent so how it works is you you the the person that has the idea of the book mm. and then at the end is the publisher mm. and True. then to get to the publisher it's almost like you need a middleman mm. well, the publisher's okay. not really going to read your work mm. they need like the the middleman to do it okay so that middleman has the, the relationship with the publisher okay and the oh. hardest bit is getting that middleman to buy into you because when they buy into you they can go to the publisher and say oh yeah i've got a sick book you know my work i've got mm. a reputation mm. take take me on kind of thing mm. so i was again blessed that the middle like uh, the middleman that they call it a literary agent signed like got one of them sort of three months into the year. Mm. Um, it's one of the biggest in the UK as well, mm. um, which is again a blessing. Um, and they've decided to be the editors for it, so. Oh, that's well, solid, bro. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's You got, you got a uh, kind of, of a release date or? So it is, it's, it's, it's depending on publishers really, because yeah. it's seasonal, right? So the okay. publishers might say, okay, this book, we see it really doing well for Christmas sales, for yeah. sort of New Year's resolution mm. vibe, or it might do really well in September when people go back to school and mm, uni because yeah. they really want to sort of hit the ground running. Yeah. So it depends mm. on the publishers, man. So mm, at yeah. the moment, it's just about writing, getting the drafts done. Um, the title's been done. Mm. Um, well, I think oh, wow. it's been done. I hope it doesn't change it because I really like the title. But um, yeah, we're taking steps towards it, man. It's, 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 That's it's big stuff. Work. That's big stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, do you want to say that no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I thought you, there was just a question on the tip. <laughs> no, yeah. but that's, that's so solid, man. Like, is, I guess, even like how even Shagan said, you know, uh, even with the title of the podcast, whatever, if a 15-year-old or 16-year-old Reggie that left school, yeah. you know, was told that he was going to be doing all of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like your life was not written as a script. No, it was literally yeah. unscripted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can steal the life has been life would have been so so different um like i grew up in east london um not in the, in the best of areas by any means um and i growing up was around you know, just a group of friends and you know, mm-hmm. when you're around a group of friends you Sort of quite hard to decipher what's good and what's bad, you know what yeah. I mean? to, and to what extent what good is mm. and what extent bad is. And yeah. So, like, just to paint a picture, like a lot of the friends that I grew up with, you know, more than enough, like a handful of them are you know, dead by not like now. Um, two handful have gone to prison at least once, and these are the friends that I grew up with. Mm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like they were bad people, but I just feel like growing up was just so so challenging, and it's, yeah. it's so hard to navigate mm. when you don't have that sort of. Um, visibility as to what you what's available to you. Yeah. Um, so I was playing football at the time, and I just said to myself, you know, I'm going to focus on 
on football. I wasn't really the most academic person at the time. Um, so I said, you know, just focus on football, get away from like, what's happening in the area and just try to sort of focus on my mindset and that. So if someone told me at 16 that, that I'll be doing I'll be doing this, sitting with you guys, telling you, you know, this story and you guys wanted to have an insight into me and my journey, it was very, very far fetched. Like I said, this was not planned. This was unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I was not going to go to uni. I was not going to study. I, I wasn't. You know, it's just everything was just so unscripted. That's why I just feel like, again, coming back to the whole um, being grounded thing, because I haven't planned any of this. It's almost like exactly. My, my, my path yeah. is being you know, pathed up for yeah. me, and yeah. I just have to remain focused on that. Because if I start to be like, oh yeah, you know, blah blah blah, blah it can go left, mm-hmm. and I and I know that. Do you know what I mean? So again, I think that's another thing that keeps me grounded as well. Just knowing that. I'm not mm-hmm. where I want to be yet, and this journey is not just for me. Yeah, 100%. And, and even go back to something you said there of how um, if you had known the end yeah. on the journey, probably things would have been different. But yeah. because you didn't, in some way, it's built some kind of character. Yeah, yeah, and I think even linked to your to faith yeah, yeah, in that way, 100%. you know, to keep you grounded because you had no idea. You oh. literally had no idea of where things were going or where life was taking you, yeah. you know, in that kind of way. Yeah, no, that's 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 it, man. And to be honest with you, it's it's one of those ones where, you know, I like to plan um, my, my my like my years and whatever, whatever. But now it's got to the point where like I don't even plan anymore. You know, like I used to have a long term or try to make a long term plan of five years, ten years. And this isn't. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying this is what I've, I've learned works for me. I scrap that. I just do year by year. Mm. Last year. That, like it was different this year different next year mm-hmm. out of nowhere mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's just it's crazy mm-hmm. like next week I was telling you guys like next week I'm flying out to, to Barca that came out on a whim it was just mm-hmm. like can you do it okay yeah I didn't plan to go to Barca this year do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like you know you're going there next year and then I've got a talk for this company I mm-hmm. didn't plan that and that's going to lead on something mm-hmm. else it's just like a rolling ball so yeah. me it's just I, I'm a day by day guy. I'm just yeah, a day by day guy. Obviously, I have a, a goal that I want to achieve, mm. like a tangible goal, but I don't really like to plan how to get there. I just mm. know that, okay, this is what I want. I'm going to go towards it. Yeah. And it's funny as well, you should say that, because I was at um, an event that you missed <laughs> last Sunday. Uh, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> apologize, if they're watching, you're going to apologize. Nah, to I'm, so, I'm not going to say names. <laughs> they, might, they might blacklist me or something, man. They just, if you know, you know. I apologize, man. No, but um, I was going to say, there was someone on the panel at this networking event, Shout out Chicha London. Wow. Um, there was a woman, there's a woman called, there was a woman called Vashti. Um, she's a middle-aged woman, actually quite young still, I think 36, sorry. This, this, this goes uh, it's big in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Can you no, no, like, it's it's going to tie in, it's going to tie in. It's going to tie to what I'm saying. So basically, actually, she was the head of the year. She was working with school kids for like a good 13 years. Mm. And then late into her career, she thought, you know what? I want to do something else mm. creatively. You know, I want to go into producing. Mm. Um, and then she started to do, you know, uh, different jobs, kind of working towards that. She mentioned on Sunday how um, <clears throat> she was a producing assistant for Shara Story, wow. where she was literally just kind of uh, on the streets, basically, getting people away from the set Mm. Um, and now as a a colored Asian woman you know at the age of that she is you know just recently we got a preview of her uh, producing a music video for Ratman with the likes of Dave, Michael Dapper, Michael Ward 
and that's an extreme change. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go from head of year yeah, in the yeah, school yeah, yeah, yeah. to producing a high quality video, you know, on national level. And it just shows that obviously, you know, you should have plans and goals in life, but that's what life is. You have to adapt and change. Yeah. Like, I always, it's funny you say that because I've even got a story similar to that for, for someone else. But it's so true. It's almost like whatever you want to do, and I said this on my interview with Sky News as well, it's like you can't actually do anything you want to do. Like, if you sort of strip away all of the sort of virtual, social, domestic right. barriers that face you, you yeah. can actually do whatever you want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's people that are in a career path for X amount of years and they think because I've been here for 10 years, I'm sort of destined for this career like this is all I can do but no you can change it like I remember there was a lady again she was a, a, a lecturer for a, uni a university she taught economics and she reached out to me and said oh Reggie you know um, I, I, I teach economics but I really want to go into you know, asset management and into finance and I said okay cool like let's let's meet for a coffee kind of thing Again, she's a lot older than I am. I'm not going to say what age she is, because if she yeah. does watch this, I'll say that she's <laughs> middle-aged. It could come back to bite me, but she's you know, a lot older than I am. Yeah. Um, met for a coffee, and then she just expressed the challenges, like she doesn't have any finance experience, and she doesn't know how to break into the sector, and people are just going to look at her as a teacher, because that's all she's done for her life. Mm -hmm. And the long story short, like, I gave her like, the advice that I could possibly give. I taught her about like, networking and finding what to do, and just gave her the advice that I could potentially help that could potentially help her long story short she's working in the sector today mm -hmm. i mean she started last month that's, that's real, so man. it's it just again strip away all of that you yeah. can actually do whatever you want to do and, and that lady's yeah, testimony we, we a, talked about this a couple of weeks yeah. ago like um what's your excuse yeah yeah, what's your excuse? yeah come on man <laughs> i mean true. like you said if you strip away all the distractions the social media like keeping up appearances and all that kind of stuff and you actually focus on your goal yeah. like i feel like you you'll get you'll get some kind of reward of success and yeah that. And also thinking about it, if you really like pay attention to the detour of like most of our journeys or the journeys of us young people going to this country, if you see from like even school, yeah. you might have an idea of what you want to do in terms of subject, but you can go to college and study something different. Mm. Or in college, you might do business, but then after with the right grades in uni, you could go do chemistry, yeah, yeah. you know, and even like working uh, in the finance sector for like a good year and a half, I saw how people drastically move from department to department. Mm. So on a micro level, you can actually see that it's really possible. Yeah, yeah. So I guess obviously it'll require more effort on a micro level, like a greater level, mm. but it's already happening. Yeah, if that makes sense, it's not a secret. It's no, yeah, it's possible. It's possible, it is more than possible. I remember, there was, um, when I was interning, um, when I was in uni, there was this random fact that someone said to us interns, it was like, someone that was very, very senior at Goldman Sachs, which is a large investment bank, I don't know what level they hold, but it was like executive level, studied art at university. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, art. <laughs> like, no disrespect to like, Yeah, 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 no, 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 investment banking yeah, like, yeah 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 where is that correlation uh -huh. do you know what i mean and it will be interesting to actually see that i don't know the person's name i'll try to find it after but it'll be interesting to see that person's mindset to say i i'm an art graduate but i want to go into investment bank and become an executive mm, wow like you guys said there's no excuse, man. There's no excuse <laughs> honestly wow i'm actually thinking that about is, that's big i need to read that bro. do you remember <laughs> mr butcher yeah, yeah. So imagine <laughs> him, like just <laughs> playing an, an investment. I mean, bank. Margaret Thatcher, she had a chemistry degree. She became really, yeah, yeah. I know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? I mean, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow. 
but I, I think even like when there are those drastic changes, uh, just like going by uh, all things kind of working together, you see, even if something isn't directly relevant to what you want to do, what you go into, some of it kind of um, plays a part or helps you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of transferable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Transferable skills, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly yeah. put there, you know, in different ways. Yeah, mm. hundreds, hundreds. I mean, especially like, I can only talk for finance, you know, but especially within finance, there's so many different transferable things that can come into play. Like, if you do study chemistry, there's a lot of sort of quants in chemistry, a lot of quants in mm. physics. Mm. Um, if you study sport, you'd be surprised how many people come from a sport in educational yeah. background. So it's true, because you know, you have collaborative skills, you have teamwork, mm, you have communication. Yeah, exactly. You know, these are all transferable skills. Yeah. Exactly, especially salespeople. A lot of salespeople come from a sporting background because of that sort of aggressive, competitive nature. Mm. It's so transferable into like a salesy um, relationship environment. So I guess, yeah, man, like if there is anyone watching that does want to sort of divert from one place or another, it doesn't have to be like finance or whatever, but just mm. in general, in life, you might be at one point in life and trying to get to another point in life. I think. You put it, you put it well. Like there's no excuse. Like what is your excuse? And I say that quite loosely because there are different things that do come up. It might yeah. be like financial barriers, or um, like you might not have the network to do it, or there might be things that are impeding you from doing it. But if you like again, strip away all of that. There's so many people that have done it. They can do it. Why can't you do it? Mm. Although it sounds cliche, it's, it's true. Like no, it's can true. Do it, it's why true. can't you do it? Mm, and yeah. I try to tell myself that as well when I sort of face some barriers. Like. Right, if, if next man can do it, why can't I do it? Mm. Right. Or that, that kind of uh, cliche or stay in your lane. Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> nah. I think that's the worst. I'm gonna stay in my lane, man. <laughs> Put my indicators on the go to the lane. <laughs> stay in my lane. Come on. Oh, man. But uh, the, I think one of the, not, if not one, but the main reason why a lot of people don't, you know, even before even executing that kind of vision or uh, plan of mm. diversifying or going to something else that they probably actually want to do is the judgment of I others. Think, yeah, I, think, I just think it's just people feel comfortable. Mm. They feel comfortable in the position they're in. Yeah. They're not really, they don't want to experiment or, you know, go against what they what they know yeah. kind of thing. So it is, I feel like a lot of people, I think it's a combination of those two actually, because there are a lot of people that love their comfort zone. Yeah. That's why it's called a comfort zone. <clears throat> people love being comfortable. Um, mm. And people are sometimes afraid of going into something else because us as humans like we have fears do you know what I mean like yeah. we go into an environment if we're not accustomed to that environment we're naturally going to be quite reserved naturally mm. going to be quite held back we're not going to fulfill our full potential so I get that but I think you said something as well that like people will sort of judge you in some way shape or form because it's almost like right like who do you think you are kind of thing um, especially if I'm sure you face that 100% yeah. 100% like, and they don't I'm, come to your face do they uh, one person is. One person oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're both in his life. Not to my face, but like, yeah, I, I just feel like. Or was it kind of like, it wasn't direct, no, but they tried to hide it in a kind of okay, way. So, what approach. happened was like, let me create a picture. So, imagine when we're growing up, yeah, it's almost like you, you have visibility to three things, yeah, which is either football, music, that don't work, you go crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the honest truth. A lot of people where I grew up, young people, Everyone tries to be a baller at first. Yeah. It doesn't really work out. Then you, you try music because you see it quite easy. And then if yeah. that doesn't work, then the boy, like, mm. like, where's the food? Let me go sell, sell a few. Because everyone, like, you're, you're broke. You need money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not advocating it, but I'm just saying this is the reality. Mm. So when you see someone that sort of breaks away from those three prominent avenues, it's almost like, rah, well done, or rah, who do you think he is? Yeah. Kind of yeah. And 
I got more of the like congratulations side of things because I'm not saying I'm the only one that broke out of that, but it's it's quite rare for people to sort of go down the route that I've I've gone down again. It's, mm. it's really really humbling. But there was one person in particular that was like, you know, I'm 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 here now in this position. What am I doing to help like people in it? And it was a fair question, and I I explained to him. It was it was um, via social media. I explained to him like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do. These are the things that I'm doing. I've got this mentoring program. I've established this mentoring program. I'm doing this with the, the cabinet office to do this. And I just explained to him like the different avenues that I'm doing in order to sort of send my people back up. Yeah. And um, I remember they said something like, oh, but why haven't you got people like us a job? Like, I think the, the person yeah. worded it like, rah, like, so I know we're here, just bring, <laughs> bring, bring us in. And I'm, I tried to explain to him like it's not, it's not, it's not like it's not, not like, like that. that. <laughs> like, it's not like oh, I'm here. Let me open the door, man. I'm come, come. No, it's there's there's so many so many levels in place where you have yeah. to sort of crack down and you know, you're trying to you're I'm personally trying to take shortcuts to bring mm-hmm. this per- or supply this knowledge to this person, but it's not as easy as that. And I, again, I explained that and I told him like, right, I can help in ABC. And I gave examples of people that have helped that have come up. Do you know what I mean, yeah. I've given and I've, I remember I sat, I brought this guy to my office, my, one of my good friends. And he was struggling to get into um, like his career path, and you know he always said, "Oh yeah, I've got an interview, but I never, never got the, the role, and I'm struggling." But I said, "Cool, come, come," because part of the thing that I do is I just try to help people like succeed in like interviews and blah blah blah. So I said, "Come," sat down, and I recorded it for twenty minutes, um, practicing interviews, and I was saying, "Bro, can you see why you're not getting like the roles? Like this is your mistake." And once we ironed out, I think a couple weeks later, he got a role at one of the top four accountancy firms really? I mean and that that I gave that example to this person that messaged me like right I can help you and I will help you do you know what I mean but it's not like, nepotism is not the way forward yeah like, exactly, it's not just yeah. about or oh, give handouts because that's not the real world unfortunately not I wish it was yeah, but it's, it's not. not and uh, you're actually robbing yourself 100% because <laughs> once, I'll get onto that in a second as well but and then that person like, oh yeah blah 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 blah, blah. it's like on a, the person got on a little rant about how like I'm helping people. I'm da, 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 da. I said, "Cool, like you, like you do. I appreciate you. Do you? I'll do me." Kind of thing. Mm. You know I mean, um, but again, touching on the point that you just said as well, it's almost like anything that's given easily to you, you don't appreciate. Yeah. You don't yeah. appreciate it. Like, um, I had stu- ask a student that had to graph for a first class. That mm. student will appreciate that first class. Or ask a student that got a hundred rejections mm. from a job and got that one job, bro, they're gonna be one of the hardest working people in that job because they knew how hard it was to get there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you look at musicians, like look at Ratman, look at Ratman's intensity. Yeah. Now that he's, he's got been the, for a decade. Bro, he's <laughs> been the longest in the yeah. game. Look at yeah. his intensity, bro. This guy doesn't stop working. He's in you know the States with Jay-Z and then he's doing mm. a project in the UK and then he's he's up and down. Like he he knows that look, I can't let, I've got it now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I can't let it go. And things that come easy to people. Like, I'm not gonna say names. So I don't know how easy you know people had to, or how hard people had to work to attain to certain yeah. things. But I'll just use this as an example. I don't know the kid, but like Alex from Glastonbury, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. Gonna, this I'm, is I'm, unscripted. This is wrong. But like, yeah, for example, yeah, yeah, that yeah, came yeah, overnight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, huh? him appreciating that, he will not appreciate that as much as someone so, like Ratman yeah. or someone like Dave that had to 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 work as hard as he had to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. if Alex from Glastonbury like lost everything tomorrow, he will care, but I doubt he care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll go back to doing the what we're doing. The climb to the top was like an elevator, to be honest. Quick, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like sometimes 
Sometimes you need to grow. Sometimes you need to have those knockbacks. And I always say, like, your heart I think you need to all yeah. the time. You do. No, I want to say all the time because it gets jarring. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, having to struggle all the time, bro. Yeah, I, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean? But it, it's good. It's like it's like the medicine you need. Okay, maybe not all the time. It builds but character. It does. Yeah, like, it builds, it builds a lot of things. And I, I always say, like, your hardest moments create the best stories. Because mm. if you don't have that hard moment, you don't have a story. I mean, the reason why I'm sitting in front of you guys today, I'm blessed to be sitting in front of you guys today, is because I had something that happened before that has almost shed a light to what's happening now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, if I didn't have that struggle, if I didn't go through what I went through, then I guess I, I wouldn't really be sitting in front of you guys today. Mm-hmm, you know I mean, if mm-hmm. there was a golden spoon in my, in my mouth and everything was quite linear, mm-hmm. I, there will be no story. So I just feel like sometimes the hardest moments do create the best stories, man. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, for for those who... If it, it's funny because I guess you always have those people even if you're not at a high high level because I even remember when I was doing um, a scholarship football program for Barna FC um, there were guys around me that was like oh bring me in like I'm the manager and I could just bring bring you down to the training ground and training field but it doesn't work like that I mean and as we established you know you kind of rob from yourself of the experiences you can actually have You know, um, I don't know if you're fam- you guys are familiar with the term and those watching. Uh, being broke made me rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I think Dave um, Dave has a bar in one of his songs. He goes, um, um, "I thank God more that I grew up with less," um, or something like that. And it's always oh, is that from location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thank God. I yeah, think I really did that. Did thank, he? Okay, I think yeah, I have to do my homework after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I might be. I, let me paraphrase. Like, so I thank God more I grew up with less because it's almost like. When you, like you said, when you grow up with less, you appreciate it more. Like yeah. that hunger, that that tenacity, that vigor is built into you. Mm. you know what I mean, it's just, it's different, and you can see it. You mm. can see when someone's yeah, had to struggle with yeah, yeah. it at the see. top. You can see it. The and passion is there. It's you different. It's yeah. different. Like it's it's in their DNA. It's like I can when you look at these football players and like, oh. like Ronaldo and all these guys. When yeah. they're talking, you can um, see you can like. See Wait, 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 documentary? I watched it. That's when I was like, yes, that this documentary guy. gave me a lot more respect for Ronaldo. Yeah. I'm a messy guy, John. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I've been a messy <laughs> same, guy. Same, same. But I'm not after that documentary, I was on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, the yes, yeah, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, have to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. We get insight into Ronaldo's journey yeah, yeah. from like <clears throat> playing you know, at academy level, blah, blah. And he was from humble beginnings. He wasn't yeah. born. Yeah, yeah, he's from Madeira. He had that. He just had the talent. And bro, his work ethic. Like the way he believes in himself, the way yeah. he conditions himself, the way that he looks after himself, just so that he can keep playing. Mm. You can tell that, right, I'm not letting go of this. That mentality yeah. of I'm holding on to it. The guy's mentality is stupidly disciplined. Stupidly disciplined. Yeah. And he is ripped. Yeah. Oh. Mad. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was, um, there was uh, his Champions League header where he jumped. I don't know how many meters he jumped. Yeah. And then there was something, something stupid. I think I think it's like three meters. It? it was the 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 goal yeah. bar, isn't it? Yeah, bro, that spun my head, <laughs> and it was like that's it, NBA level, you know? Bro, it's mad. That's it's, crazy. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. crazy. Like he's he's worked after that documentary. I just said to myself, you know what? Hats off to you, Ronaldo. Like yeah, I have a lot more respect. A lot more respect. So I don't. I think I'm still a Messi guy because, but yeah, Ronaldo. Like a lot more respect for him now. After that documentary. Yeah.